Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. All right, a very good morning. Uh, it's 12 minutes past 11. It's time for your favorite show, The People's Perspective. My name is Ifunaya. I'm in the studio with the big bird, Shawn Kuti. <laughs> How's it going, Shawn? I do. Hello, Fantastic. everybody. Hello, everybody. Guys, it's a few hours to the elections 2023. We're going to the polls tomorrow for um, the presidential elections as well as the House of Reps and... We have been taking you through a build-up to the elections on Lagos Talks 91.3 with the hashtag, hashtag LT Elections Watch. The People's Perspective, of course, today will focus heavily on the elections. And uh, we're going to be dissecting a couple of stories that broke yesterday as well as a few analysis that we're going to be taking a look at, especially in terms of voter turnout for tomorrow. We're going to be breaking down the statistics and maybe making a predictions about tomorrow. So we're going to be getting into that shortly before that. Uh, let me confess now, me, I don't know how to make predictions. Eh. I, I, I don't predict. You don't predict. I don't predict. I eh, give, uh, what I do is uh, I, uh, I give system analysis that is what we want in fact predictions even, even uh, better predictions our predictions you know this is the problem of our prediction you know the number one nigerian predictor <laughs> he said he was surprised <laughs> by death <laughs> oh <laughs> so my days wow. <laughs> this predicted to be stay away from it okay stay away from it. let's stay away from that shall we <laughs> anyways here's something that we didn't predict because I don't know that we were thinking towards that direction. The governorship candidate of the Labour Party in Adama State, Umar Mustafa, and his supporters just yesterday declared their support for the presidential candidate of the All Progressive Congress, that is Bola uh, uh, Tinubu, ditching you, the party's presidential we candidate. We didn't predict this, but, but we assumed. We assumed. Ah! <laughs> we called it. Let's just call. Oh, you know, this is Nigerian politics, and let me just say, this should not uh, deter. You know, as I said, you know, elites will always be elitist. Mm. So you know, them supporting themselves is not should not deter anybody. You know, from to change anybody's mind from whatever it is that they want to do tomorrow. You understand? Mm-hmm. I mean, this governorship candidate, that's his decision. You too, you have your decision to make. Yeah. You should move from a Nigeria where everybody is just kotoing. So whatever these rich people, you know, whatever mm. uh, intrigue that they decide to just spew on us and yeah. perform for us that day, everybody will start losing their mind. We must move to Nigeria where they to start going to the back. Mm-hmm. You know, anything they do, we don't hear. You <laughs> don't, you don't pay this. We don't hear. You don't hear. <laughs> Anyways, now speaking about dumping, just um, moving to supporters of President <laughs> Muhammad Buhari under the ages of Buhari Yami Oshibajo Nationwide Supporters Group. They have asked Nigerians for forgiveness for blindly supporting the APC and installing an administration which has brought so much anguish. Now, members of this group announced their collective decision to ditch the ruling party to join the opposition people's democratic party so it seems like defection season 
not only from candidates but also supporters groups so on one hand it is the gubernatorial candidate for Adamawa moving from LP to support um, Tinubu that is his move to APC now it is the supporters of Buhari Oshibanjo they have moved to the PDP right now <laughs> and all this is coming just a few hours before the actual elections everybody's cashing out but is this strategic or is this a oh now we've analyzed and it seems like no, there's a possibility that uh, maybe a lot of people are pandering towards this particular political party or not but why are we bothered about people crisscrossing parties well, is that suddenly a problem <laughs> I mean, nobody. Well, let us not complain that people are crisscrossing parties. Hmm. I mean, come on. Ah 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 ah. Do I have to be the one to point it out? Hmm. People have been crisscrossing parties from the beginning of this political process. Yeah. Exactly. So what, what about uh, political style? Is the political style in exactly. Nigeria? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Governors, senators were crisscrossing. Uh, as crisscross to make a job. Yeah. Job. Yeah. Crisscross to make a job. <laughs> I think the. <laughs> I think, oh I think that should be like the subtitle of the Nigerian political system. Nigerian politics. crisscross. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm um, just speaking about this and this, of course, being public. Do you think that it's going to make any difference at the polls tomorrow? These defections that are taking place, because, of course, with these individuals, they have their supporters. Now they're coming out to say, oh, I'm no longer part of this political party. Go and support that. Do you think it's really going to make any difference? The truth about it is, 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 you know, the Nigerians, I was telling you just before the show started, I said a few things, not everything I can see on that politician, we try to influence people yeah. and spoil Nigeria, <laughs> you know. So let me keep some of my personal convictions to myself. But what I can share publicly is that, you know, Nigerians have already, you know, decided to overwhelmingly still continue capitalism, still continue to be under the imperialist term. You know, whatever we decide tomorrow, at this stage of the election, it is clear, you know, that whoever wins the election, you know, will still continue this system. And for me, Nigerians must now really understand that uh, we are, you know, we are not, it's not a human being that is really putting us on that way we are. Hmm. We must look at the system in its entirety. You know, I don't think what what is happening now, all this crisscrossing, just like in 2015, will shape the outcome of of our presidential election. Just like in 2019 as well, you know, I mean, Atiku, you know, left uh, APC and went back to PDP, contested the election. You know, it didn't change the outcome. It didn't change anybody's mind. You know, from who they are going to vote for. So I think this is the usual, you know, game. Uh, Hmm. All right. So now I'm just still speaking about the elections in terms of security. We have also reported this on our pages. By the way, you can go visit us on Instagram and on Twitter at Lagos Talks 913. We are breaking down the pertinent information, data and all that uh, towards the elections 2023. One of the things that we did put out was the heavy military presence that we've been noticing cross board in Lagos. Not only that, the military and others have actually begun raiding on the hoodlums' hideouts um, across the board. Uh, what are your thoughts about this? And I want to know because, um, like I mentioned, I think in the last episode of People's Perspective, 
the military being a part of the security mechanism and architecture is not new but this time it just seems as if there's more proactiveness coming from it, the it, military preemptive. Hmm. and me i don't support preemptive strikes against african people for any reason except the hoodlums the so-called this so-called hoodlums because when we say who this hoodlums thing we always say who are the hoodlums of nigeria mm. i mean is it <laughs> uh where we start really tagging people with their right uh we are looking at disenfranchised people you know uh flexing muscles on them i don't believe that nigerians should be or any african person anywhere in the world you know should be harassed except he's actually committing a crime mm. you know so if you are bringing the military out and you're going to arrest people preemptively, you know, thinking before they do it, I mean, where does it stop? Where does it stop? You know, one day is these people, tomorrow it will be the students because mm. they believe that the students are planning a protest, you know. Okay. So anyway, that's how it goes. That's how it starts. But we don't see so, this so, in the so bigger in picture terms, that way. Yeah, so but in terms of these raids, you know, in the past, we've seen these thugs, quote-unquote, have access to weapons that they use to intimidate. So with these raids, do you think that it's best that they nip it in the bud before the actual elections day, or do they wait till they strike? I've forgotten one colonel's name. During the 20... Was it the 25th? Um, this um, election in the Kitty State, between um, Fire Me and... Um, um what was this guy's name ah this fire me and this guy ah, that has court case that wore neck brace every day this former governor of the state um yes 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 i can't yeah excuse me as well oh my god anyway he got you know remember apc released a tape with the army colonel confessing how they were helping to rig the election so are we going to sit here and act as if the military is not also involved? If people that are so-called going to raid hoodlums, haven't they been implicated this organization of mm. or this institution called the Nigerian Army, the Nigerian military? Haven't they been implicated in several uh, election my practice? Fire share. Fire share, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Then they have to whisk this colonel out of the country or something then to protect him for, you know, he went to uh, release a tape. That they were in a meeting that they were having all these pdp chieftains about how they were going to rig the election hmm. so what are we saying military government that are, military institution that has committed how many coups in nigeria are they not telling us they are the protectors of nigerian democracy because hmm. they are going to preemptively raid hoodlums if you want to preemptively stop rigging it's the, the politicians houses they should be in hmm. the army should go and stay inside of the politician house Right mm. now, Tinubu should have like four army next to him just watching it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think he should have like five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why are you going to... Where is the, the money that is going to the boys? Go and cut it off. That's where you should start from. You know, mm. so all these things... But now, the thing is really... Okay? I don't even really believe in it anyway. I'm just saying. So how, how Africans else... should not be arrested before they commit crime. Okay, so... so I, and, I, and I like that you've also, you know, broken it down in terms of maybe precedence or, you know, where it's, it's directly linked to. But we want to know how best this could have been addressed because we know that there are thugs that are out there that could possibly cause some mayhem. And this is based on what's been happening in our past elections in Nigeria. And they have these weapons. So what else should the security operatives have done? There's nothing that can be done about election malpractice, especially in a system where 
there is so much scarcity mm. and people are oppressed. Is it in America that elections are accepted? Do you see the outcome of the last American election? <laughs> American democracy is labeled as the world's best democracy. Most at the world's most advanced yet after the election they stormed their capital. Donald Trump is still saying to today that his election was stolen. Mm. <laughs> Al Gore in 2000 fought his election all the way to the Supreme Court in America. Even after the Supreme Court gave a verdict that was not unanimous, mm. he said he did not accept the verdict, but he had to for the sake of America's democracy to continue. So is it today? The shenanigans of Florida under... Uh, in 2000, that election under Jeb Bush, the brother of the of George Bush who went on to win the presidency. You know, I feel personally, elections are not really about, you know, who enters. It's a way that people decide where they want their nation to go. Mm. And as I said, Nigerians have decided already where we want our nation to go. You know, and we want it to continue in this system that has not been able to solve anything since 1960. Not the road network and transportation, not education, not uh, nutrition for children, not infant mortality, not adult mortality, Mm. not uh, our health care, nothing. This system has solved nothing, not housing, nothing in 63 years. You know, and Nigerians have still overwhelmingly decided to continue it but, but it's interesting that you say that nigerians have decided that yes. they're deciding tomorrow yes you know, tomorrow, decided, tomorrow isn't here it, yet so no, tomorrow <laughs> is the day we just put the people that will do it interesting you understand because you can't just run itself mm. so tomorrow we decide the people that will run it but the fact that until now the candidates we're talking about where we are heading we have chosen our system hmm. we have overwhelmingly decided to still be in bondage that's just the sadness of it all so i mean Let's see, maybe another lesson, you know, whoever wins, you know, the lessons of the next four years, maybe will let us understand that our problem is not politicians, but the system that they impose on us, you know. But but with the number of presidential candidates, you know, who are going to, who are still in the running for, yeah. for president, shouldn't we wait till tomorrow or till Sunday yeah. when the votes are actually counted? And then the results are being My sister, there is no miracle in politics. There is no miracle in politics. You know, there's no miracle. You know, so we already know where this uh, election is headed. Interesting. <laughs> it's one of three ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, please feel free to join the conversation. What are your thoughts about what we've shared so far, especially in terms of the defections going on right now, just a few hours to the elections as well as security for elections 2023 with the military and security other security operatives going out on raids you know raiding thugs in order to ensure that there's sanity this year's elections lagos talks good morning what's your name tpp good morning you know we welcome to tpp my brother (laughs) hi good morning how are you I'm, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good for my life. Okay, I'll wait for tomorrow. So, um, I think the security reading people, I think this is the time we face their professionalism when it comes to this elitist tension and all. Uh, we don't want to hear life gone, life less. I think, um, 
to call 0809 Lagos Talks, please turn up your radio. Good morning. What's your name? Hello, good morning. Yeah. Yes, it is. What's your name? Yeah, Joe from Bariga anyway. All right, Joe, welcome. Um, everybody in a with full breath, everybody is happy. This is our time to vote this bad government out of office. Whether you like it or not, it's going to happen tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we'll meet at the voting point tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. If you want to send a WhatsApp message um, or call us directly on WhatsApp, you could send it to 0809-234-5913. That is our WhatsApp line. Lagos Talks, good morning. What's your name? Good morning. It's me and the show. Good, good morning. morning. Uh, I, I love your discussion this morning because I need to know your Hello? Yes, we're, we're, we're hearing well, you. We didn't get your name. Yeah, uh, I'm Genesis Daniel, I'm calling from the Genesis. All right. Yeah, I believe this time around, youth want to change things. It's as if she doesn't believe that youth can change the system. On the contrary, I believe he knows that youth can change it. But if you never mind, you know, I believe youth will come out massively and get their conscience. So by God's grace, we'll see changes. Thank God, we're going to make changes all right. Did you hear what he said? Um, everybody has everybody okay. has their opinion. <laughs> what do you want me to say to that? <laughs> um, but like I mentioned, on the contrary, Shemun does believe that the youth can make a difference in the nation. All right. So we are going to segue into our analysis for today, talking about voter turnout tomorrow. So leading to that, we're going to take you through some data that was released by the INEC about the number of PVCs that were collected. And then we're going to build from that. And um, they broke it down per state, of course. It was a document that was released by the INEC chairman, Professor Mahmoud Yakubu, at the daily briefing that was held at the National Coalition Center in Abuja. 
Now, this breakdown was by state and it showed that Lagos had the highest number of collected PVCs with 6,214,970, followed by Kana with 5,594,193, and then Kaduna with 4,164,473. Conversely, Ekiti State has the least number of collected PVCs at 958,052. So I'm just going to go through it, uh, just breeze through it. I may not mention all the states, but with Abia, they have 1,949,197 collected PVCs. With uh, Makwai Bomb, 2,198,000. 628 with Anambra 2,624,764. Bauchi 2,721,780. Bayelsa it's 1,9895 with Benue. Benue is 2,607,141. I will breeze through looking at Kebi. 1,980,171. Kogi, 1,813,741. And the list goes on and on. Still on this, just taking a look at the number of eligible voters and the, the, uh, and, and, and the division in terms of their age range in Nigeria. We're going to be taking a look at that, breaking that down, and then moving on to what the voter turnout may be tomorrow. So we have a total number of eligible voters being 93.46 million. And breaking that down by age, the youth, obviously 18 to 34, 37 million. 60,399, which makes for 39.65% of the eligible voters. Then we have the middle age, 35 years old to 49, being 33,413,591, which makes uh, 35.75% of the eligible voters. Then the elderly, 50 years old to 69, and it's 17,700,270. We don't live long in Africa. Which makes 18.94%. And then we have the old, 70 and above. And it's 5,294,748, which makes up 5.66% of the total number of eligible voters. And then if we take a look at the past elections... Right, with the number of registered voters, the number of people that actually voted, and obviously in its percentage, what the turnout was, and then looking at what happened just four years ago in terms of the registered voters, those that actually voted, and the turnout in terms of percentage. We're going to look at that and then move on to um, what could possibly be obtainable tomorrow. Now, back in 2007, that was when Umar Musa Yarodua won the presidency. The number of registered voters at the time was 62 million. The number of people who voted, 34 million. And this makes it 56% voter turnout. 
when good luck jonathan won in 2011 the number of registered voters at the time 74 million the number of people who voted 39 million and the turnout of course being 54 percent voter turnout now in 2015 when people wanted something completely different pushing for change uh, Muhammad Buhari, of course, won the presidency with 67 million registered voters. 29 million voted, which makes it 44% voter turnout. And then again in 2019, 82 million people were registered voters. 29 million voted. And this makes it 35% voter As I turnout. said to everybody, the people that will vote for APC will still vote for APC. There is nothing that will change. That will change that, you know. And the numbers right there, you know, prove that fact. The their machinery is quite, you know, it's what it is. It's hmm. backed by federal might, as they say, you know. But at the same time, as we've proven in 2015, people are determined to to change the narrative. You know, it can happen. It definitely can happen. You know. That's uh, is that not the that's what democracy is all about. Mm. But what I'm just saying is, you know, I don't want Nigerians to overemphasize uh, their whether na happiness or sadness mm. after the election into any kind of you know unnecessary violence. That's what we all should just avoid. But at the same time, as I told you before, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> People are making too much money in this Nigeria for them to want to destroy it mm. at the moment. It's paying them too much, you know. So that's that. That's something that will save us. <laughs> mm. So just looking at um, the trajectory of the voter turnout since 2007 to 2019, if we're comparing the 2019 elections to the 2015 elections, where... The number of registered voters in 2015 was 67 million. And then the voter turnout was 29 million people, making it 44%. And then in 2019, the number of registered voters, 82 million. And guess what? Two Same 29 million. So what, what, what really causes, because this could possibly be a case of voter apathy. Because between those four years... 67 million people if from 2015 and 82 million people. Many of me, I know where they complain. Mm-hmm. Pass. They don't travel between yesterday and today. Yes. Oh, wow. They don't come out. They, hey, they get to fight. They get to... I was talking to somebody on my phone this morning. I don't want to say who he says supporter is. He was talking to me about the person, convincing me that this person is the change that we need. And he's not around? Oh, wow. As we speak, he's on his way. Anyway, but uh, what we must understand as Nigerian people as well is that uh, we are not crazy. We are not crazy people. You know, there's something, you know, if you look at Obama in his 2008, you know, election, mm-hmm. can you believe that as popular as Obama was in 08? Trump got more votes. Biden, Joe Biden got more votes than him in this last election. Wow. Is it because people like Joe Biden more than Obama in America? No. But the Americans came out to stop Trump. And they needed those numbers. 
and he still did they beat Trump with less than Trump. Even Trump got more votes than Obama in that first election in this mm. one that he lost. Can you believe that? That's mm. to show you how polarized the American society has become. And as democratic as they say they are. You understand? This is one people, one country speaking the same language. So polarized due to the politics of their elites. That's why we as Nigerians must understand. You know, and not let these people polarize us like that. We must always find a middle ground where we as the people can understand and listen to ourselves outside of the narrative of these people that have never done anything for us. I keep saying there's nothing anybody can point to that has been done for us in the last 60 years by these people. You know, Mm. for us to want to mortgage anything that is ours, especially our humanity, talk more of our lives in service to whatever these people have built up is the height of madness, you know. So, please, nobody should castigate anybody for their choice in this election. Do your part. Play your role. And don't see it as you being better than anybody else or anybody being better than anybody else. That's just the the bottom line of it. Just play your role to the fullest of your ability. You know, let's not become polarized without the institutions to protect us from the effect of the polarizing, from the mm. uh, polarizing effect. Mm. You know, because America, they had ways to mitigate it. We don't have those things. You understand? Yeah. So we shouldn't, you know, let these people try to pretend that they are white. Play with both politics. When they know they are not white. When they know they've not built and put in place those things, those ones that are playing those politics have put in place. Hmm. You understand? Yeah. Exactly. So, so let's so, let's let's be very, so, very so, careful. So, you know, looking at, you know, poor voters. And especially now. we, too, that don't have second home. You that you don't have second home. We don't have other yeah. another citizenship. Behave yourself. Who. So so in, 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 in the case of the other factors that play a role in, in poor voter turnout, things like maybe lack of knowledge, lack of interest, fear of insecurity as well. Do you think that that could also play major roles in, in poor voter turnout in Nigeria? Because looking at the difference between the 2015 and then the 2019, like... People were interested in voting and it, it shows that they were interested because they went to register. Yes. Right? So it turned from 60-something million registered voters in 2015 to 80-something million. Meaning they were interested, but the voter turnout was still poor. And remember, yeah. there are people who no, also complain. In cities, this thing happened. You have to understand that Nigeria's elections are not won in Lagos. Mm. In, it just shows us all these big numbers. You know, these sites. And all these, you know, you know these towns. You know, the cities, Kano, Kano City, but the interior, the, all these neighborhoods in Lagos that you would never visit, that I would never go to, except I have something to do there. Yeah. You know, we, we like to cross the bridge. We cross the bridge both, both ways. They, can you believe some people in Nigeria that say, I don't cross the bridge. Well, oh, they never hear anything. <laughs> they don't cross the mainland. That means they don't go to mainland. You know, all these people. Anyway, <laughs> Interesting. It's true. But elections are not won in these places or lost here. It's in those places where I know rich. Yoruba go say now, Oju Olomo Oto, the owner of Peking, I know this there. That's where they do all these shenanigans. The media is not there. The police is, police is hardly, hmm. you know. I mean, I mean, look at what is, I mean, look at this Simon Epa guy now. Yeah. Declaring a violence mm-hmm. at home where we are trying to do elections exactly. tomorrow. So, I mean, will you blame somebody that is in Enugu or Emo State or Anambra State mm. or Ebony State say I'm not going out tomorrow please I can't go and get shot in the election are you going to say because of 
that that person is not patriotic but uh, you know the person's life is at risk here and there's no this is the problem now at the same time all the police that should be guiding all the voters are busy guiding the politicians even politicians come here now you see almost 600 police on the street you understand but who is protecting we the people that are employing them nobody you know so nigerians have many things that you know affect their decision on election day we are not america you know but they are imposing all these systems on us by force you know Hi, this is coming from Tony saying, is there no one seeing the menace of these guys on the road? Even you, Sheon, don't you see the activities on the road, the hoodlums, the agbaros? I also see activities of hoodlums inside banks. The hoodlums that sold us petrol that was smelling all over Lagos just last year, be beginning of last mm-hmm. year. Uh, why is it that it's only these hoodlums on the street people are always happy for people to go and raid? When are they going to go and raid all these civil servant hoodlums that are laundering all our money in government office? You know, I mean, what is this thing we are saying? What what would law menace on the street? Menace on the streets. Every country in this world has crime. I said, as I said, if you catch an African man committing a crime, yeah. please arrest him, mm. make him face the full extent of the law. But don't go around just carrying people that have not done anything, yeah, because you think he has done something. This is what is happening to us in America, in Europe. Where would the African man be able to walk freely without just being oppressed by somebody in the uniform mm-hmm. because he's black? You know how many Europeans have they rounded up as hoodlums? Whether we like it or not, they still not be those those uh, Lebanese people. They find arms inside all their under their uh, supermarket for Abuja. Mm. Have you forgotten that? Wow. Did, did that lead them to start raiding all Lebanese people in Nigeria? Come on, let's the extend the same courtesy we give to outsiders to our own people. Mm. If you see the boy committing a crime, yeah, go for him, but don't just go and be harassing people because you think they are poor on the street all the rich people children that are in court unko, harassing and molesting people all, every night in the clubs beating up their rivals shooting up themselves who is going to their rich houses in banana island to go and read them hmm. all right this one is coming from a listener saying good morning lagos talks so this is omajua i don't think the military should be involved in election as a security body for now it should be when things potentially escalate Bringing the military when the elections are at its peak is an insult to our security forces. Are the police force not capable to sh- to secure the elections? Well, we, we, we do wish that they were in terms of their numbers. We did talk about Nigeria being a country that has one of the poorest police to citizen ratio across board. So if they had enough hands, then that would have been a completely different conversation. But the reason, one of the reasons that we understand that the military is being brought in is to mitigate those gaps in terms of lack of manpower in the police force. This is coming from a listener saying, Morning, Ify and Cheo. My PVC is ready. Can't wait to exercise my civic rights. This is Divine from Ojora Estate. Um, well done, Divine. Kalewenski is saying, just a question for Cheo. He says that the Nigerians have decided to elect people who will continue with the misrule that we've had since 1960. What would he suggest the people do? What is his solution? My Does solution he have a preferred candidate? Organ- no. Can he vouch for that candidate? That he will bring about the revolution? So let's t- just focus on what he would suggest the people do. I believe that people should start a socialist revolutionary movement. You know, grounded in pan-Africanist ideologies. 
that will remove the resources of Nigerian people from the hands of private individuals that enrich only themselves and their families and use the proceeds of those resources to redistribute the wealth of Nigeria, to build schools, hospitals, roads, homes, create job opportunities. We have underdevelopment, massive population and natural resources. These are the three things that boost any economy in the world. Don't let anybody be telling you that they want foreign investment. Investment. Anybody telling you investment means that they want to exploit you. Investment simply means putting little in to get big out. Okay. Investment simply means putting little in to get the most out. Nobody invests one million and mm. makes one million and say that's a good investment. Mm. You want to put one million somewhere and take hundred million out, say that's a great investment. We want development, which means putting everything in and expecting nothing out. And only a government of socialist, pan-Africanist grounding can do that. Because only that kind of government will see African people as an end goal. Not mm. European yeah. uh, European um, uh, products and materials. How can people that are exporting things to sell to you every day be telling you about revamping any kind of... Mm. When, when we industrialize Nigeria, who is telling you about the industrialization of Nigeria? When would that happen? And how will it happen? All right, this one is coming from a listener saying, when Sharon talks about people who left the country and won't be voting, hope he's aware that more people returned to vote. He should stop dampening people's enthusiastic drive. So what are your thoughts about that? We've seen pictures of people who've been saying, I'm on my way to come and vote. Nigeria must win this time. I'm on my way from Australia. I'm on my way from the US, from you know the different parts of the world. What, what are your thoughts? Do you think that that will mitigate the gap that is being created by these people that are going or what leaving the, the country what is the uh, what is the what is the what is the fact about people i made a statement where people are leaving it's just <laughs> the, i'm just making a statement about the uh um what's the word i'm using for here the uh, unreliability huh. of human beings in general yeah. you know they're saying no oh, we are going to do it but everybody at the same time is leaving yeah, the people, the so-called people that are coming back to make decisions, are they going to sit down here with us and suffer the consequence of their decision? They are coming to vote and run back to the country mm. that is paying them. Please, 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 please. Everybody, this I'm one, just saying, this is how we do here. This you know, is kind of everything is crazy. <laughs> you want to run back to Nigeria to vote and then go back to the country that you live in. Wow. You know, so you don't experience, you know, the result of your votes. <laughs> this one is coming from a listener saying, I had a heated argument with my siblings yesterday who were telling me that after God is government, these were my counter arguments. Number one, religion, the mental indoctrination and slavery of the mind under the illusion and worship of an imaginary supernatural being then government a formal way men rule control dominate and even subdue their fellow men under the guise and <laughs> pretext of statehood nationhood that's why we have had colonialism monarchies coups and even wars religion plus government equals to humanity's curse my religious ideology atheist my political ideology neutral by neutral i mean that i'm neither a separatist nor a patriot so, so what what difference does this make for the moving forward of of humanity and the country? Because it's different. You first of all said that, and we understand what your religion is, which is a, 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 being being an atheist. But then your political ideology, which is you need you're neither here nor there, meaning that you're not going to play a role in the change in government. No, no, you're no, not no, going no, to no. play. I think that's what this person is saying. So what, what's he saying? He said he's neutral. Like, yes, meaning that he's neither separatist nor patriot. Meaning that he's neither for the breakup of Nigeria. 
or for the oneness of Nigeria. I don't and which could also mean he might he, he would probably care less in voting because he is he has the political apathy clearly. Probably. There, yeah. So well, um, I, then I'm wondering. Thing. Oh, not saying, not I, I believe that's a bad thing. Being neither here nor there. You have the right to vote or not vote. As mm. much you have the right of something. I mean, people that put it there. If it was, if it was, a uh, mandatory to vote is a different thing. You have the right to vote or not vote. So let's just say whatever decisions people make, I don't want people to take it out on their person. In this absolutely but po- the political is not personal nigerians must learn that whatever political decision anybody has taken should never be used you know to uh impugn their person absolutely and that is something we do in nigeria you know ne- w- the good side of it where well, there's nothing good about it but mm. it's nepotism mm. where people use political position yeah to uh, 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 enrich their personal lives enrich their personal we are complaining about the po- uh, the corruption of it but then we extend it you know all the time you know let us remove the but, but I, I find it very mind-boggling where we have individuals who always are very opinionated yet they don't make any difference see uh people always say uh, people talk too much people talk too much talking doesn't do anything i always say, let the people that are opinionated be opinionated let them do what they talking has the biggest power if not go and tell army man say you decrease just face a nigerian army and say you decrease see if those your words don't have serious effects you know so <laughs> <laughs> words have power you know words right. have power so i i don't so i don't want people to start taking because that's where political violence comes from the inability of the like a political tolerance yes really of, especially of, of no tolerance is even bad acceptance you have to accept we africans mm. must move from tolerance to, to ac- acceptance tolerance means you don't even like the person but for some reason you're just allowing this person to exist near you and one day that tolerance will exhaust will be exhausted but you know what so <laughs> with where we are right now in the world or as Nigerians, tolerance, unfortunately, is where we are at. Because, like you did mention, yes, from your own, even from your own perspective, talking about Nigerians wanting to carry on with the poor governance based on, obviously, understanding the major three political parties no, who are... Poor, poor governance, uh, poor system. Oh, well, poor, poor system, you know. Okay, okay, poor system. However, I mean, just taking a look at that, you know, it, it only goes to show that you don't necessarily trust the individuals that are in the major political parties that are running to be president. So that's why I'm saying tolerance because if people come and there are some people who speak with their chest about people that we know that their track record is very poor. So that tolerance is there at the moment. I have to tolerate them. But let me catch one of them inside that corner. (laughs) Let me catch one person where nobody (laughs) feels you see that's where the tolerance we must even though we are in tolerance we must not accept where we are. We are African people. We must vie to be the best that we can be. So we must be aiming for acceptance, to be able to accept that which is different. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not different and violent mm-hmm. or different and dangerous. So far, it's different and benign and, you know, it can even be helpful to have variety, which everybody says is the spice of life. Mm, there you go. You know? mm-hmm. So let us be accepting of what is different. You know, as I said, you know, me, I'm very passionate about this kind of thing. Yeah. Growing up as fellas' son, because my father was so different, you know, I knew that Nigerians tolerated us growing up. And it took just a little thing for that tolerance 
to disappear and the stigma to come out to the fore you know so growing up as somebody different in nigeria mm. i understand what that means you know to just be tolerated even up till today i know that they just tolerate me even when i yab I, when i knew that nigerians are just tolerating me it's was right. when i yabbed aisha buari <laughs> on, my, on my life you need to see that people calling for my arrest wow especially that girl that is selling a, a prostitution medicine for girls online okay i think i know who you're talking she about. was imagine a, a seller of prostitution medicine <laughs> that should be locked up in the oh was calling for my arrest that me i disrespected the first lady the first lady defenders of nigeria that's why i know that the you know they are tolerating they are tolerating if this i step up <laughs> what shemu just said about revolution where in the world has it has it worked before uh, you brazil mean? so you want to use 200 million lives for a social experiment it has worked in brazil it is working right now in bolivia in uruguay in peru i mean in in go and look at all western european countries countries like switzerland like denmark like norway especially norway mm. go and look at norway <laughs> these are socialist de- democratic countries but you know nigerians don't understand anything they just want to copy america all right this is coming you must do it um if he and big brother i think we need the military officer due to the unrest in parts of lagos animal state to also encourage voters to come out to exercise their civil rights and that's what michael chooks is saying um i'm a senior citizen but to passionately appeal to nigerian youth asking them to make the election coming up tomorrow and on the 11th of march to make it the yes that we can yes we can moment liken to obama yes we I'm can moment of 2008 when people see this kind of things it's really sinister you want to use 200 million people's life for experiment. What are they using their lives for right now? Hmm. What is the great thing happening in the lives of Nigerian people right now that trying a new system out is going to be worse than? Hmm. These people are wicked in this country. You know, I mean, they are wicked. They are really wicked people in this country. And I'm telling you, this is what is going to lead. It's not this. People are saying Nigeria is not going to take it to break up. They're not going to break up. It's going to fracture into Somalia. It will be still one country that nobody can do anything in. Mm. Is that what we want? Because this is where this wickedness is going to lead to. Because this is some kind of wicked statement. Because when you hear that kind of thing, and you think that there's something great happening in these 200 million lives. Mm. You know? It's not an experiment. It's a scientific fact. That's why it is an easing. Uludo. <laughs> this is coming from Joe saying, do you believe that we don't even know our lawmakers that we are voting for tomorrow? It's so bad. That's from Joe. This one is coming from a listener. Um, what does this have to do with our conversation? If, you, if that really does have anything to do with our conversation. Yes, I've, I've, I've seen you on your life. On my own chill's <laughs> life, right? Uh, yeah, man, okay. I want to see your fine face. I've told you that your fine face brings like Listen, 25% guys, of my live crowd. There's something in the air that I did, I don't know what's called. What's, uh, yeah, so I'm just trying to be safe as well and keep other people around me safe. All right, um, well, but you also did say what what Chewin just said about revolution. Okay, so you're the same person that just mentioned the thing about the 200 million. All right, thank you. All right, um, I believe this is where we're gonna be wrapping up the show for today. Thank you so much, everyone who was a part of the people's perspective. Big Bird, before saying goodbye, any words? Yeah, follow me on my Instagram, Big Bird Kuti, Facebook, Cheryl Anikola Kuti, uh, also Twitter at Russian Kuti yeah have a great weekend take it easy uh as now they drive for lagos no fuel still giving a safe road and tomorrow vote 
uh, not fight. I mean, how did they say? Vote, vote not fight. Mm-hmm. Vote not fight. Vote, no, vote not vex. Uh, I've not heard that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. You can reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter at ify underscore i. That is ify underscore i. Follow our social media platforms. We are giving you all the necessary details, keeping you in the loop of what's going on for the elections 2023. It's at Lagos Talks 913. Search for us across all social media platforms. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.